Welcome to The Rock Plate, where we speak our truth, slay sacred cows, and sometimes agree to disagree. This is an outdoor podcast that aims for the head. I'm Colin True, and today we're reviewing the outdoor movie everyone is talking about in the ski and outdoor community. Today I'm going to give you my thoughts on Weak Lairs, the new flick from Katie Burrell. So stick around to hear what I have to say. But before we get to that, have you subscribed to Rock Fight's weekly newsletter yet? You haven't? All right, let's do it together right now. Get in front of your computer or on your phone. Open up a little browser. Just real quick, guys, real quick. You're going to go to rockfight.co, not .com, .co. You click on join the mailing list. Guys, we're getting this done together right now. Are you doing it? Are you doing it right now? We're doing this together. Great. And now, every Sunday, you'll get a recap of what's been happening in the Rock Fight universe and a few goodies you can't get anywhere else. So, join the revolution, throw some rocks with us, subscribe today at rockfight.co. All right, let's start the show. Now, there's a 99.9% chance that I've talked about this on the podcast before, but I need to start today's episode with Kevin Smith's 1994 film, Clerks. It's relevant because Kevin Smith made that movie for me. Now, I don't know Kevin Smith, and he certainly didn't know this at the time, but Clerks is about me. Well, actually, Clerks is about a day in the life of a college dropout New Jersey convenience store clerk who lives at home, and he, along with his best friend who works at the adjoining video rental shop, spend their day figuring out how to play hockey, dealing with the typical issues of working retail, as well as the romantic entanglements that are typical of the 18 to 22-year-old age range. The whole thing is a reflection of that time in your life when you know what you don't want, but you still don't know enough to make good decisions. And the best movie-watching experiences are the ones where you feel like a mirror is being held up in front of you the whole time. You see yourself in the movie, and the movie is a reflection of you. When I first saw Clerks in 1995, I was a college dropout, working retail, who lived at home with a long-distance girlfriend, who was still in college, and spent most of my time figuring out how to play hockey. My friends and I talked to each other the way Dante and Randall talked to each other in the movie, and we had conversations just like this one. The first Death Star was manned by the Imperial Army. The only people on board were stormtroopers, dignitaries, Imperials. Basically. So when they blew it up, no problem. Evil's punished. And the second time around? The second time around, it wasn't even done being built yet. It was still under construction. So? So a construction job of that magnitude would require a hell of a lot more manpower than the Imperial Army had to offer. I bet they brought independent contractors in on that thing. Plumbers, aluminum siders, roofers. And not just Imperials, is that what you're getting at? Exactly. In order to get it built quickly and quietly, they'd hire anybody that can do the job. Think the average stormtrooper knows how to install a toilet main? All they know is killing in white uniforms. All right. So Clerks has become canon in my life. When some Hollywood studio eventually makes Rock Fight the movie, a formative moment in the first act will need to reference Clerks. So why am I bringing up a 30-year-old, male-driven, somewhat misogynistic black-and-white comedy when I'm supposed to be talking about Weak Lairs, a female-fronted romantic comedy and ski flick from Katie Burrell who has grown from industry secret to burgeoning A-lister? Well, it's because I didn't really like Weak Lairs all that much, but Weak Lairs wasn't made for me. And all I could think about while watching it is the person who is out there who hasn't seen this movie yet, but when they eventually do, Weak Lairs will become canon to their story. And look, I'm probably the only person in outdoor media talking about weak lairs and openly admitting that I didn't enjoy the movie all that much. Everywhere you look, everyone loves this flick. So I'm just being honest. I didn't like it that much. And I mean that from a nuts and bolts storytelling and a rewatchability point of view. There's a lot stacked against weak lairs from the get-go to get me on board. And that's all right. Not everything is for everyone. 
But we're getting ahead of ourselves. Let's back up and talk about the movie. So no spoilers here for Weak Lairs. Everything I'm about to tell you is in the trailer. So if you haven't seen the movie yet, don't feel like you have to skip this part. But the movie is about writer, director, and star Katie Burrell as a 30-something filmmaking ski bum named Cleo who is living with two ski bum friends, Lucy and Tina, in Tahoe, where they spend most of their time skiing and partying and hooking up with boys. The movie starts with them getting evicted and moving into Cleo's ex-boyfriend's VW bus. Without the money for a deposit on a new place, they strong-arm Cleo into entering a big film festival where a win would give them the cash needed for new housing. And then, of course, shenanigans and romance ensues. Now, I've been very vocal about my disdain for most outdoor movies, and not just ski movies, like most outdoor movies. I don't derive a lot of enjoyment from watching others simply do the sports that I like to do. The worst of these is probably the basic mountain bike POV video where you get sucked into clicking play on YouTube by seeing a trail you know or some trail you want to ride, and it ends up being just some guy with a GoPro on the handlebars riding the trail. It's boring as hell. Ski films are mostly better than that, but not by much. If the whole mission of the movie is someone skiing, yeah, I'm, I'm good. I don't need to see that. There should be a reason to sit down and watch this stuff. And if that reason is, hey, the person you're watching is simply very good at doing this thing, eh, who cares? Good for them. I don't need to watch it. This is why last year during my outdoor movie review of Better Off Dead, I called it the best ski movie of all time because the ski stuff in it holds up compared to other ski-themed movies released around the same time, but the movie part compared to those movies is a whole other level. Another recent ski release that I enjoyed was the documentary Full Circle about Trevor Kennison because while there was plenty of ski stuff in that movie, learning about Trevor, his story, as well as the Barry Corbett of it all was the hook. They could have been skiing or playing chess or speed walking. It didn't matter. It wasn't about the skiing. It was about that story. And this is where Weak Lairs succeeds really well. The sport is crucial to the plot and action and the character development. But Ski Movie isn't what I would call Weak Lairs first. It's either a romantic comedy or a coming-of-age flick that features skiing before it's a ski movie. And while, yeah, there are some intermittent ski porn sections of the film, they are thankfully very brief, and they're there to show you the skills of the characters. They aid in the character development. They're not just there to say, hey, this is the part of the movie where we pause everything so you can watch a ski. That's something the also recently released Here Hold My Kids should have done. I know most people watch that flick to see Elise and Jackie shred in between the bits that held it together, but I was the guy that scrubbed the ski parts in order to get to the bits. Weak Lairs also succeeds by keeping it to a brief 90-minute runtime, which is something that more movies of all genres should strive for. It also succeeds by showing ski town life, with little hat tips to the scene in many of those towns without beating you over the head with the overt references or full-on winks to the camera. Lots of if-you-know-you-know moments, but even if you don't know, it won't affect your experience with the film. So now you may be wondering, with all of these things I liked, why didn't I really like Weak Lairs? Well, like I said, it's not for me. The party days in my early 20s are long, long, (laughs) they're long over. So I spent most of the movie annoyed with Cleo, that she was still trying to live this particular lifestyle in Tahoe, which, given where the movie ends, is obviously the point, but it's that I wasn't rooting for her. I was actually rooting against her. I wanted her to fail. I wanted her to fail so she'd go and try and be an actual filmmaker instead of continuing to make her life about skiing and getting wasted. And that was the other thing. The ski party scene has never been for me. The whole everyone hanging out in their ski kits, dancing and partying like they're still in college, but they've actually just finished doing the single most expensive thing that gets called an outdoor activity, skiing at a resort. It just all really flies in the face of what I love about the outdoors. When I lived in a mountain town, yeah, I skied a lot. 
But the value I found living in those places was about the outdoor access, being close to trails and nature and solitude. I never made the ski resort or riding lifts my primary focus. That was more of a side benefit of living in a town like that, not the reason to be there. So without that relatability, I can't sit here and tell you that I enjoyed weak layers. But I can also recognize that that's okay. I'm not the audience, but the audience it was made for will adore this flick for generations. Ultimately, I like what weak layers is and what it means more than what actually happens in the movie. The comp to me watching Clerks in 1995 came to me almost immediately. First-time writer-directors, making a movie about growing up and figuring out who you should be or who you are. I know that right now, there is a 20-something female skier sitting in a ski town, nursing a hangover and barely able to afford food who's going to see weak lairs and have that same wave of emotion that I had when Dante and Randall entered my life in 1995. And that's just why movies fucking rule. Because I was reading the reviews of Weak Lairs on Rotten Tomatoes, and it was kind of what you'd expect. Plenty of criticisms at the building blocks of cinema, not really getting what Katie tried to do with the movie. And it's hard to fault a non-skier, non-mountain town dweller for not getting it. Because more than anything else, Weak Lairs is a love letter to someone's formative adult years. And though the movie wasn't for me, I know that everyone needs their own clerks. Weak Lairs is available to rent or buy on VOD platforms. Go check it out for yourself for no other reason than to support Katie Burrell and ensure that she gets to make at least as many movies as Kevin Smith because we all know that Katie's will be better. Sorry, Kev, Clerks 3 did devastate me, but I don't mind making that prediction. That's the show for today. I want to hear your thoughts on Weak Lairs. Email them to me at myrockfight at gmail.com. Before you move on to that next podcast, I would love it if you took a second to rate the Rock Fight on whatever podcast app you are listening to us on. You know, maybe also leave a review, please. That'd be great. Help us out. The Rock Fight is a production of Rock Fight LLC. I'm Colin True. Thanks for listening. And here to take us out from the great mountain town of Gainesville, Florida. It's Krista Makes with the Rock Fight Fight Song. We'll see you next time, Rock Fighters. Rock fight.